You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Join us on a program that's a tailor-made for your health. And alhamdulillah, health, everyone say, is wealth. And when you get a holistic practitioner like Dr. Azizullah Rawat joining us to enlighten the ummah about healthy alternatives, can it get any better, people? But let me welcome you all with a hearty assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, Dr. Azizullah Rawat, how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Beautiful morning and um, to you and all the listeners. And I'm happy to be here on Marcus for the first time. And hopefully it will be the start of a very prosperous journey for you, for the listeners, for myself, for everyone. Alhamdulillah, the important thing is uh, that you have the fikr or the health of the uh, ummah at heart and also, you know, uh, healthier alternatives and all that is such an important thing, especially looking into a life. Uh, you know, we've been compromised with GM food. We've been compromised with, the, you know, the different types of uh, pollution that's taking place. And then we've been compromised uh, with the ocean, the Indian Ocean uh, being infested with E. coli. Even if you're walking on the shores of the Indian Ocean, there is a problem. The water that you're drinking and all these types of uh, different you know, pollutions coming through. How is that affecting the health of mankind in general, uh, Azizullah? Yeah, you know, you mentioned all these various types of pollutions. It's almost as if it's done on purpose, you know, to keep the people sick, uh, to keep the people dependent, obviously, um, to make more money and stuff like that. But it really does affect, you know, the air that we breathe, the water that we drink. You know, people go to the beach uh, to relax, uh, you know, to ground themselves, to swim in the ocean, and now you can't for various reasons. Uh, so, yeah, these things are obviously done on purpose to keep the population sick and um, keep, uh, you know, keep them uh, not healthy because a healthy population isn't very good for the system. So, you know, with the foods, you mentioned GMO foods, people need to be aware of these things and the effects that it has, you know, long-term effects. And there's a reason why it's called genetically modified foods, because it modifies your genes. And now what's going to be the effect on the next populations if, for example, the parents have modified genes in them? Uh, GMO foods have been shown to lower men's testosterone levels. Uh, and not just GMO foods, you know, all the refined sugars that we're eating, the trans fats, the oily foods, all these kind of things combine. And that's what make people sick. Uh, so it's very important on the diet perspective also to know what we're eating and you are what you eat. You know, if someone's going to be eating 100 donuts, the person's going to look like a donut. Uh, so it's very good to have a healthy diet. If you have a healthy diet and if you're exercising, you really don't need to worry about any illness out there. Uh, but it's the lack of a healthy diet, the lack of exercise, um, the environmental factors that all play a role in making people sick. You know, well said then, you have a knack of, uh, you know, needling my brains here now. You talk about, yeah, it's like people are doing this deliberately, then there's, uh, you know, so that the industry or the uh, pharmaceutical industry and their industries can be thriving. And, uh, you know, uh, we also hear about uh, bio-warfare. I mean, these laboratories are making this and that and spraying this into the air and people must get sick like this and do that. Um many manipulated uh, types of illnesses and you know trying to usher ma- mankind into a one world disorder 
this type of things happening, the psychic of our people, you know, people of yesteryear used to be so holistic. I mean, that's the term. They used to be holistic. They used to be uh, wise. They used to eat, you know. Uh, there's, there's a famous saying, from the tree, it goes to the factory. But it should be tree to the lavatory. I don't know how you would uh, respond to that, Azizullah. I mean, you know, eating it, not putting it in the deep freezer, and after one year, hey, you're making a lovely leg roast, and you're getting sick. You know why? Yeah, you know why. Talk to us about that syndrome from the tree. It shouldn't go to the factory, Azizullah. Yeah, no, it definitely shouldn't go into the factory, but that's like, that's how the system makes money. A patient cured is a customer lost. So you keep patients dependent on the medicine. You keep them sick because at the end of the day, no one makes money when people are healthy. So when people are sick, they'll say, oh, there's no cure. You have to go on dialysis for life. You have to go on chemotherapy for life. You have to go on ARVs for life. And at the end of the day, these things are actually sometimes, you know, sometimes it's good. But a lot of times it's bad and it makes people suffer. There are so many other healthier alternatives. And like you said, our body has its own detox function. Every time we go to the toilet, that's toxins coming out. Every time we sweat, that's toxins coming out. Every time we have, for example, they call it a cold or flu. But what it really is, is it's, body, it's your body's detox function. Mucus is coming out uh, when you're coughing. Phlegm is coming out uh, when you're sneezing. It's all coming out. This is... Allah has given our body this natural innate, our immune system. Our immune system, we have a God-given immune system, and we don't need to compromise this. And a lot of the time, we take all these various kind of medicine, and it compromises our immune system. So instead of eliminating the toxins, we're suppressing the function. And that's why we get sick more and more often, because we never got rid of what's causing the sickness in the first place. But yeah, like I said, our body has its own detox function, and this should be stimulated uh, in order to get these toxins out so that we don't become more sick. But uh, obviously, the system keeps people in a state where you only believe that one solution is the only solution. And all other various natural options, they all labeled as, you know what, that's quackery, that's pseudoscience. But at the end of the day, you can't make money off these things. So that's why you label it as those things. No, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we get mixed signals uh, from the World Health Organization. We get uh, mixed signals from uh, people like uh, Dr. Fossey. Uh, they will come and admit and tell you, you know what, we made a mistake and we've done this and uh, deliberately done that. And, you know, in the house of Islam, haq and batil, haq will prevail and falsehood uh, perish. Uh, this is why, you know, holistic um, consultation or holistic medicine is so important. And, uh, you know, I think at the outset, we should, for those who are not familiar with the holistic uh, consultation, tell them more, uh, doctor, because uh, that is quite an important thing to have this holistic uh, treatment and so forth. Yeah, I'll just uh, start off with what you said. So truth will come and falsehood will perish because falsehood by its nature is bound to perish. So that's exactly what we're doing now. So we need to penetrate through those layers of falsehood so that the light of the truth can shine through. So Azizullah, through, Azizullah, before you go any further, you sounded like Ahmad Didat. Just like Ahmad Didat. <laughs> Too good. You. <laughs> like a comparative. Go ahead. Go ahead, beloved. <laughs> okay, so when it comes to holistic consultation, it takes all the factors into account. A, pair, um, 
a patient's stress levels, a patient's sleep patterns, a patient's diet. Maybe the person is drinking Coke the whole day. Maybe the person is just sitting on the couch eating Doritos, watching TV, unhealthy lifestyle factors. Maybe the person hasn't exercised in 50 years. And that's why you need to get to the root cause. You can't just give the person one magic pill, take away the symptoms, and let the person come back. You can't just send the person out throughout the country, this blood test, that x-ray, this surgery. But you're not getting to the root cause of what's wrong. A patient needs to take responsibility for his lifestyle. If someone is eating 10 burgers a day, drinking cold drink, and then what, you're going to blame a virus? You need to see what you're doing. What are you eating? How much exercise are you doing? But, um, you know, the system has convinced people not to take responsibility and that the only solution is some magic pill, where the solution should be for a person to look at his life or her lifestyle at a holistic perspective. You know, what am I doing? What am I eating? As I mentioned, so that is the holistic approach. You get to the root cause of what's wrong. The patient isn't a machine. The patient is a human being. And a holistic consultation isn't just five or 10 minutes. It can take up to an hour because you have to go through all of this. A patient's sometimes medical history, you know, people need to be heard at the end of the day. And that's how you get to what's wrong. And you address it at the root cause because symptoms are not the cause. Symptoms are our body's way of telling us that something is wrong and that there's an underlying factor. You know, your car is making noise. You can just put something there to take away the noise, or you can actually go into the engine, into the suspension, into the transmission, into the clutch, and actually see what's causing that issue. So you can't just block it out. You can't just paint over the cracks. You need to actually get in there and find out what's wrong. No, absolutely. And, you know, uh, thinking aloud here, holistic, uh, you know, consultation, your, you know, uh, patients that come to you, uh, what age group uh, generally they come, uh, you know, are they a middle age or mostly those, you know, uh, the, the, the elderly and so forth? What age group come uh, to you, uh, Azizullah? So usually for my holistic consultations, uh, what I will do is that I'll put a patient on a machine and this machine will pick up their vitamins, their minerals. Uh, so a lot of our elderly people uh, who have obviously been through the system and have found no hope and no cure system basically told them, right, there's no cure for you. You know, you just... You know, you're just there. So they're now they're looking for alternatives. Also, they do come to holistic, uh, try a holistic approach. Uh, a lot of people for my treatments are middle-aged, uh, middle-aged people. And um, especially for treatments like cupping, you know, people come for cupping on a monthly basis for just an overall uh, detoxification. So that would be the wet cupping, the sunnah hijama cupping. They come for acupuncture. People have pain, you know, you're going to a physio, maybe you're going to a Cairo, but maybe the pain is still there. Then they come for cupping or acupuncture, and it really, really does help. No, mashallah. And, you know, generally, people have pains and they ignore them and hope uh, that they will go away. And uh, how would you advise on such an instance? You know, people say, oh, I'm hopeful, inshallah, it will go away. But the pain is persisting. How would you advise? Yeah, so if the pain is persisting, you need to look at maybe there's a systemic um, internal issue rather than a superficial issue. For example, if someone is getting acne, 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 psoriasis, 
Um, but all various types of skin medicine, uh, shall we say, dermato- uh, dermatological medicine, it's not working. So then you need to look and maybe it's the person's hormones, you know, maybe it's a systemic issue and it's just manifesting on a superficial level. So systemic issues manifest on a systemic, on a superficial level, but it's actually an internal cause. So like I said, there's a root cause, something's going on. Maybe the person has an unhealthy gut because most physical illness actually starts in the gut because your gut is responsible for absorbing whatever you're eating, whatever you're drinking goes through and your gut now will have to absorb it or send it through for elimination. Uh, So that's why. And your gut and your brain is actually linked. So a lot of people are suffering from things like anxiety and depression, most people actually. And uh, if you look at it, it's actually an stemming from an unhealthy gut because the gut and the brain is linked via the gut-brain axis. Uh, so your gut is linked to your emotional centers of your brain. So if you have an unhealthy gut, you will be suffering from things like depression, uh, from anxiety, and those kind of things. You know, many people you talk to now, they got uh, colon cancer and, uh, you know, stomach, tummy aches and uh, gastroenteritis and so forth. And uh, some, uh, you know, many people tell them, hey, you know what, get into fiber, man, have a uh, nice fiber diet or go and get a, a cereal full of fiber. And, you know, the bottom line is uh, you want to have fiber so that you can, uh, you know, whatever waste you have in your in your gut, you can get rid of it. But uh, the gut feeling is, uh, yeah, people are not eating properly. They're not eating the way that they should eat or the Sunnah compliant way. One third food, one third water, one third empty. And Azizullah, you know, when you uh, disregard the Sunnah of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, uh, there are repercussions. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think people are on three three thirds food and zero third water. (laughs) (laughs) Most people you meet, they don't even drink water the whole day. Now, water, you need water for your kidneys to help flush out those toxins. Your liver is your detox function. So a lot of the time, all the meds that you take, all the side effects, they all go towards your liver. And now your liver becomes overwhelmed, overwhelmed, overwhelmed. And eventually your liver can't detox. So that's when the medicine side effects uh, get to affect you. Um, Yeah, so that's basically how it works. Now, Azizullah. You know what? You're talking so brilliantly. You can see what I've got there. I've got some prune juice. This is that uh, prune juice. I got it chilled. And I got a feeling that this prune juice, if we drink it uh, after the show, we'll have to run, you know, where. If, if, <laughs> if you drink, you know, prune juice, it's also a form of a laxative. And uh, perhaps, uh, you know, people know that they're eating a lot of junk food. And if they clean themselves or they got the system cleaned once a month, uh, they will be much healthier. Azizullah? Yes, 100%. So everyone needs to detox because of the world that we're living in now. You know, the the toxins are everywhere, whether it's the environment, the food that you eat, the lack of exercise, whether it's any medicine, lifestyle choices, smoking, drugs, all these kind of things combine and make a person sick. And then that sickness, the toxicity builds up. Usually disease, disease is caused by toxicity build up over time, over time, over time. It builds up and eventually, bam, someone is sick. So that's why you need to detox. Uh, Things like wet cupping provides the ultimate form of detoxification. And it's a sunnah. Uh, You also have your various, your colon cleanses, your liver cleanses, your kidney cleanses, sweating itself, you know, have a session in the sauna, you know, sweat out all your toxins, all your unhealthy fat cells. And that's also why people gain weight. Why do people become obese? Because their body is toxic 
and their toxins get deposited into fat cells. And not a lot of people know this. So toxins get deposited into fat cells and fat cells become bigger and bigger. And that's why you gain weight. So if you detox, like exercise, you're sweating out toxins, wet cupping, toxins is coming out through the blood. And thus you get rid of the toxins, you get rid of the fat cells, and that's how you actually lose weight. You know, you're making a lot of sense here. You know, people say, hey, I'm pumping iron. Check me. I got biceps. Check here. I'm a heavyweight now. And uh, But the steroids, steroids, that's poison, isn't it? Yeah, so that's just more toxins going into your system, the various side effects that come out. And look, at the end of the day, people want a quick fix, especially our people. No one wants to go through the process the long-term natural solution people think you know everything is just a magic pill and that's why that's why people take these kind of things you know they don't want to they don't have the well people are lazy basically they don't want to go through the process they don't want to get up the early mornings the late evenings and actually you know pull yourself up naturally uh so you'd rather just take these kind of things which are very bad for you mm, i agree there and also you know people today uh well, they got the cell phone or uh, some of our Uluma friends say, yeah, it's a hell phone uh, that people look at themselves and they spend more time on that. They, 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 I mean, uh, the different networks, I mean, or the uh, apps even give you the amount of hours you're spending on WhatsApp and on Facebook and what book ever. Everything is booked on your phone. They know exactly what you're doing. And, uh, you know, many, uh, many, many people are succumbing to being narcissist or becoming hedonistic and so forth. It's all about me what i'm it's about me 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 and i and the i the we is forgotten how dangerous is that for a person's mental health and maybe physical health because when you go people are sitting and becoming addicted to you know the sports program and all these other different apps uh the dietary law is completely forgotten they nibble on anything and anything you know or they seeing these adverts 24 7 you know the lovely pizza there or the steak grill there and the chicken from here and chicken from everywhere and they want to buy it and uh, the the touch of a button it's delivered within uh, five or ten minutes right at your doorstep we're living in very dangerous times uh, uh, azizullah yeah look we're living in akhir zaman these are end times people don't like to admit it you know tajal is now a conspiracy theory his system we live and we breathe in his system his system of technology and it's affecting the youth and it's, it's really, it's disastrous to see how social media, the, the youth is getting hooked onto his system, basically. That's how it is. And the dopamine, it's the dopamine. It keeps the youngsters um, addicted. A lot of parents are not there for their children. So they give their children these devices, you know, somehow, you know, just to make up for not actually being there. And it, it, it's really very bad, you know, now with the social media. And, you know, when your life lacks meaning, when your life doesn't have meaning, if it doesn't have purpose, then you distract yourself with temporary pleasures. So this can be social media, TV, pornography. So because your life lacks that deeper meaning, you know, that deeper spiritual meaning where you have completely forgotten your purpose on this earth, which is obviously to go to Jannah, and that should be all of our purpose. But we completely forgot that we're distracting ourselves. And it's an easy escape. It's an easy escape from society. And that's why so many young people, youngsters nowadays, they just don't have social skills. They have no communication skills. They don't even greet you anymore. They can't hold conversations. You can't, you can't become friends anymore. 
in public because you know people just don't know how to anymore now it's awkward or it's creepy or it's strange to actually make friends in public and it's a like you said narcissistic selfies all the time it's a very individualistic you know people don't care about the community anymore it's all about them it's all about their their selfies and it's about their social media and uh, a lot of our elderly people will actually say you know uh, it's it's really sad what's happening uh you, that human connection uh isn't there anymore but like i said it's oh, it's their design it's there on purpose to deliberately separate us to destroy the family unit because your family is your foundation of any society and from your family if your family is healthy the rest of society is healthy so if you can destroy things at the family level in the household the rest of society will be degenerate Yeah, you know, I remember a very powerful saying indeed. It is in the laps of our mothers uh, that the future generation is reared, and you can see what they're doing, Azizullah, to many. And uh, they have taken away the most important factor from the home is the mother. And Allah, 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 Alam, what's happening now, Azizullah? Many, many people complain of feeling intimidated and rushed uh, when they go for a consultation with a general pra- uh, practitioner. They even say that they feel scared to even ask questions. Now, I mean, you are a very likable guy. You're cool, calm and collected. How do you uh, treat patients as a holistic practitioner? Yeah, so the, the number one thing is to spend time with the person, to listen to them and to allow them to ask questions, to empower the patient uh, to know to take responsibility for his or her lifestyle and even if every doctor in the world comes to you and says there's no cure if you have the yaqeen in your heart that you will be cured then you definitely will be cured because there's only one ashafi and that's Allah so now a lot of the times people are you know they don't have that because they're being told by the system that there's no cure that they're going to die in 3 weeks time and you know start sorting out your will and those kind of things so with the holistic perspective there's always hope because it blends in with the sunnah treatments your honey your black seed and um all these kind of things the quran itself is a cure so that's why i chose a holistic approach mental physical and especially spiritual uh, so you know maybe there's no physical um because obviously the modern secular system there's no room for allah in it it's all secular it's anti god it's a violation of your fitra of your body's natural disposition because it's full of artificial stuff so if you're injecting or taking artificial things into your body is violating your fitra your fitra is your natural disposition so now you're making your body dependent on artificial things on chemicals on drugs and all these things uh so that's why with the holistic approach it's in accordance with the person's fitra the sunnah treatments like cupping uh the sunnah foods that you would prescribe uh to people and all these things so that's why it obviously is the better approach especially for long term things if someone has look if someone has an acute condition it's an emergency for example then obviously conventional methods work best but if someone's looking for long term chronic a chronic has a chronic condition nothing is helping them that's when obviously the natural things work best yeah you know yeah, yeah. the point you made you know it's uh, right a person has an emergency but then he needs to go to that hospital I mean, you can't go to the United doctor or to the holistic doctor, or, you know, or, or the Ayurvedic doctor. He needs to go and get that treatment in the conventional 
hospital in that hospital where perhaps some say the poison is injected talk to me <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so for example also if a person is having an asthma attack you know there's no natural like thing that's just going to make it go away straight away although there are things for example you can steam with black seed oil peppermint uh, frankincense like there's certain oils that will help certain sprays and those kind of things but like i said for emergencies for surgeries uh for those kind of things obviously the conventional methods uh, would work better but it is a short term usually it's a short term relief uh so after that the person should still go the natural route adopt the natural route in order to sort out the issue so that it doesn't happen again well 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 you know what azizullah is telling us people he gets to the root of the problem the root yeah it's a rotten root he'll make a plan okay since uh, you know you look at a lockdown and covid have uh, people shown a preference for house calls from doctors have you noticed that you know people prefer you to come home than them going out many people are still to, up to today hey they don't want to leave home Yeah, I think people are people are running away from the hospitals because of how how many people are passing mm. away in hospitals. You know, mm. they were saying during COVID time, stay. But the people who stayed at home survived. Those who went to hospital never saw them again. If you went on a ventilator, you were there was probably a ninety nine percent chance that you will never see that person again. Crushing their crush their lungs. Uh, that's what it was doing. Uh, so yeah. with especially with covid you know the paranoia the fear mongering and all those kind of things a lot of people were very scared and you know they're watching the cases just build up build up watching the news watching the cases it's like watching a cricket score you're just seeing this higher and higher and higher and higher and people a lot of people were getting scared and sometimes you know the fear and the, the fear and the stress that it caused was actually worse than the condition itself because now you under fear you under stress your immune system is already paralyzed that's why they say you shouldn't eat when you're stressed because you can't even digest your food properly uh, so that's why obviously people yeah they stayed at home a lot of people i know were taking natural supplements they got better you know uh natural um uh, shifa remedies and natural quinine and your antioxidants and your minerals essential vitamins and these kind of things to boost themselves up um but yeah, when it comes to the house calls a lot of people were uh yeah definitely preferring house calls and uh, that's obviously where my service that's one of the reasons why I decided to do it also uh, because still people even now that things have died down for now uh when it comes to covid uh but they still prefer not going not going into waiting rooms you know having to deal with all those kind of things so house calls yeah i guess house calls is the future yeah you talking about future i mean it was from the yesteryear house call the family doctor knew every member of the family or the general practitioner he came home with his bag and if he's treating grandma or grandpa he even treated the kids with a sweet he said yeah, have a sweet and you know check up oh he's got a runny nose uh, give him this cough uh, mixture and uh, cough i mean uh, you reminding me of the wholesome traditional you know doctor of yesteryear and then you have the grandma and grand uh, and the auntie of yesteryear if you got a cut she knew exactly what to give you put some oh, put some rough salt put some haldi uh, and uh, clean it up and just uh, put a bandage around it and everyone was you know they had no one ran to the doctor all the time but alhamdulillah uh, azizullah as uh, you know people got to know that uh, you are coming we have a, a lot of questions that's come through 
which we put in our files. And Alhamdulillah, I'm taking out a lot of questions this evening for for you from the files. And this one says, Assalamu alaikum, Marcus Medical Files. I want to know, do Yunani and holistic doctors only prescribe organic medicine like herbs, etc.? Jazakallah. Safi Masi, how do you respond to Safi Masi? Safi Masi, very interesting name. Um, yeah, so not just herbs, uh, you know, a lot of people think that holistic practitioners are Sangomas. We're definitely not Sangomas. So there's tinctures, there's her- there are your herbs that uh, we do give out, but it's also supplementation. For example, supplement with vitamins, with your minerals, your iron, your B12, your vitamin A, all these kind of things. Uh, for example, if people have joint issues, then I'll give them collagen and collagen is the most abundant protein in your body. So that's how it builds up your muscles. It builds up your joints. It also, it's anti-aging. It even makes you look younger and make your spouse look younger. If you put them on collagen, you make your hair grow back, your eyelashes grow back. So very, very, very good supplements. Uh, magnesium for people with muscle pain, for people who can't sleep. A lot of people can't sleep these days um, for any reason why. But magnesium spray, you spray it under your feet. It's absolutely amazing. So I'm an agent uh, for these products, for your magnesium, for your collagen. I also mix my own remedy called the Shifa remedy. And that is a mixture. I use pure raw honey and I mix it with Palestinian black seed paste. So the paste comes from Palestine, mix it together and you have the ultimate cure. And this, uh, yeah, so the most of the honey, people need to be aware that most of the honey that you have in shops is not pure raw honey. They call it pure, but it's not. How do you know that? Look at the sugar content. You see the sugar content on the ingredients, you know, it's not actually pure, pure honey. If it doesn't crystallize, it's not pure honey. So if it does crystallize, if you see those white like honeycombs, that means that you do have pure honey. Uh, So I'm also, I mix my own supplements here. Uh, you can also find it in various shops. Uh, uh, for example, even Desize Meats, those kind of things. They stock these products if you need to get it. Um, but yeah, so herbs, supplements, these kind of remedies, uh, diet uh, changes. I do diet assessments. For example, if someone has gout, if someone has arthritis, it's usually caused by acid buildup. The acid deposits itself into the joints, and that's why you get joint pain. Uh, so you'll need to know what foods obviously cause that acid. For example, maybe you're drinking too much cold drink. How do you know cold drink has that acid? Because it starts to bubble. Uh, if I do wet cupping on someone with too much acid, their blood even starts to bubble. And that's how I'm getting to the root cause of what's wrong with that person uh, with arthritis or gout, taking out the acid from their joints uh, directly. And they can actually physically see what's actually causing the issue. You know, And um, that's how it helps with those things. Ah, for that. Uh, Hafez Irfan from Durban says, I really love uh, medical files on uh, the platform of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Jazakallah for hosting a uh, top guest, uh, Brother Shafa'at. I want to know how it is uh, that cupping improves our circulation and how it is uh, that only the bad blood comes out. Hey, powerful question there, Azizullah. Yeah, so the main answer is that it is Allah's system um, of detoxification. It is the sunnah. If you go into the hadith and the scriptures, it is the cure for all disease. Because if you're getting rid of the toxins that cause disease, then there's nothing left to cause disease. Uh, So cupping, actually, it creates a negative pressure. It gets your circulation going by that suction. It uses suction cups. 
uh, and your blood starts flowing, your oxygen starts flowing, your energy starts flowing. If there's any blood that is congested and stagnant, just like how a stagnant water, a stagnant pond becomes a breeding ground for mosquitoes, stagnant blood becomes a breeding ground for disease. So that's how the cupping gets that blood flowing and circulating and it comes to the surface. Once the blood comes to the surface, that's when you make incisions, tiny small cuts, and that's when you take out the blood. Then the next step comes where you actually put the cups back on, you take out the blood, and it creates a filtration system through the negative pressure. This is Allah's filtration system where the blood that comes out is thick, it's dark, it's coagulated, it's clotted, it's congealed, and that is your body's toxin. If the blood starts to bubble, if the blood is thin and starts to bubble, then acid is coming out. If it's thick and dark, that's when the actual toxins are coming out. People have atherosclerosis, people have stroke, people have plaque formation. This is the thick stuff that's causing those diseases. Heart attacks, this thick blood that comes out through wet cupping, you'll see how it's blocking your circulation, blocking your veins, your arteries, blocking your blood vessels. So once it comes up, you have major relief, the blood can flow again, you feel lighter, you feel like a newborn, like you take your car for service, you get an engine, uh, you get an engine uh, change, for example. It's just like that. You're purifying your system. You're getting rid of the acid. You're alkalizing your body. Uh, you actually, the cups also start to steam up. So cupping takes heat out of the body. That's why it works so well in the Middle East. Um, in the days of the Sahaba, the companions, they all used to practice cupping, even while they were fasting, because it doesn't break your wudu. Cupping is the cure for all disease. If you have the yakin in your heart, then it's going to work for you then inshallah, it will definitely work. That's Allah's system. It's a sunnah treatment by itself. You don't have to do it. On, there are days that is best, but you can do it anytime, anywhere, any place. Yeah, I like that analogy of uh, talking about mosquitoes on stagnant water. And what about uh, the frogs? Yeah, the tadpoles that come out from that uh, stagnant water. I don't know if you had that experience as a lighty, you know, when you went into the uh, orchard and then you found a pond. I mean, I I grew up in that culture. It was a very wholesome uh, uh, living, you know. You should find tadpoles and all that. Uh, what about you, Azizullah? Did you have, have that experience? I had a lot of frogs in the swimming pool. Uh, usually they go white because of the chlorine. <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah. So basically those stagnant waters are breeding ground for all kind of insects, for all kind of disease. And that's why even with your pool, your household pool, you need to get things moving and flowing. And that's why you can drink. You know, we allowed as Muslims to drink water that is flowing uh, because it purifies itself. The ocean purifies itself. Just look at how the ocean brings all the dirt onto the sand. That's Allah's system of detoxification. Full marks there because the ocean is a washing machine, a very big washing machine. And whatever you throw into it, it cleans it and yeah, excuse it back to you. Uh, this uh, question says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Brother Shafat. Uh, Medical Files is our favorite program. Not only I'm uh, listening to it, but my family members throughout the country also enjoy. Do we have to do cupping uh, for long term uh, to feel the benefits? Uh, Shakil Bobat, your response? Yeah, so usually people feel relief immediately after the first session. Uh, you might feel a little lightheaded because just like when you have the cold or flu, you feel lightheaded because your body is detoxing. If phlegm, if mucus is coming out, you're detoxing. If you have a fever, 
you're detoxing. There's a lot of heat in your body, and that's why you're sweating out the toxins. If you have vomiting or diarrhea, you have too much acid in your body, and it's coming out through that system. Uh, so when, when it comes to cupping, if you have a chronic condition, uh, then you should be doing it on a regular basis. Uh, for example, fasting, if you're going to PubMed, the medical journals, uh, fasting has been shown to lower your fasting blood sugar levels. It has been uh, shown to lower your systolic pressure in hypertension. It has been shown for all, for chronic back. For, it mainly, um, it works so well for pain. You have back pain, you have neck pain, you have leg pain, you have acid buildup, you have poor circulation. Uh, a lot of time people don't even know they have these conditions. They're just popping a pill to take away the pain. Whereas with cupping, you'll be able to see when you put the cups on, the skin changes color. It becomes red. It becomes purple. The darker it becomes, you know where your issue is, and then you know which area to focus on. But cupping, if you don't have any real conditions, cupping should be done on a monthly basis for your general detoxification. Like I said, you take your car for service, and you get that engine oil checked out. Um, but if you do have a condition, if you have pain, just like how you go to a physio or a chiro on a weekly basis, you can do cupping. Uh, obviously, the cuts do... Uh, do need time to heal, so you can do it on different points, uh, but it depends on the person's body also. Sometimes the cuts heal very quickly and the marks go away quite quickly. But yeah, cupping should be done. Um, and you notice once you do cupping, because you're cleaning up your entire system, you're building up your immune system and you won't get sick as often. Sakala for that. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Please uh, read my question on air. If I do sunnah cupping every month for over three years, how much better off is uh, my health? Shamsher Parak in Um Shlanga. Yeah, inshallah, Mr. Parak will live very long if he does it uh, for that period. Because, like I said, you're cleaning it out. Whatever, whatever um, unhealthy foods is going into your system, uh, whatever unhealthy lifestyle factors a person has, if a person isn't exercising, whatever chemicals a person is exposed to, pollution, whatever stress a person has, whatever side effects of medicine a person is taking, you're doing that cupping on a monthly basis, you're going to be cleaning out your system on a monthly basis. Uh, so you will be very much healthier. And like I said, you feel so much lighter. It's like the whole the burden of the world is lifted from your shoulders when all that blood, that toxic blood actually comes out. Um, because that's what's actually making you feel heavy and giving you that sickness. Cupping even takes out phlegm and mucus, so you won't get a cold or flu as often. Very interesting indeed. And I'm going to share a story with you, uh, Azizullah. You know, many years ago when I was doing a medical uh, uh, program on another uh, radio platform and I was interviewing the late, I mean, I was, uh, yeah, I actually had the late uh, uh, Dr. Ilyas, who was a United specialist, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fill his cupboard with nur. And you know what he did? He cupped me live on air. So he took out his uh, those cups and he I don't know, I think he made a pin, uh, like an incision on my left shoulder, my right shoulder, and on the middle, you know, by the spine. And he put the three suction cups on me. And you won't believe it, the whole show I had those suction cups on there. And he gave a, you know, a analysis about what he's doing. And I was telling the people, hey, I can, he said, how are you feeling? I said, hey, I can feel like it's, hey, how's it now, the pressure? And I said, it's pinching, it's this and that. But at the end of that, and he looked at it, he said, no, oh, you purely, you know, you know, your blood is okay and so forth. But uh, that is known as, if I'm not mistaken, is that dry cupping? 
if you make incisions and you take out the blood, then that will be wet cupping. If you just have the cups on, creating the suction, that will just be your dry cupping. Usually that's the one that the athletes do just for circulation, improve their performance for pain. But wet cupping would obviously be the best one. Okay, so that was a moment in time. I didn't know whether I was dried cup or wet cup, not now. Yeah, Aziz would not clear the whole matter for me. It was, I was wet cupped on air, live on air, that was. So now, alaikum to Marcus. Uh, inshallah, you all are well and welcome uh, to all the doctors who visit you, Brother Shafaat. What is reflexology's view on body tapping techniques? Ah, a lot of people tapping here, there, and everywhere. But don't go and uh, tap on or knock on wood. Doctor? Yeah, I don't tap and knock on the wrong stuff now. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I actually don't, personally, I don't do tapping itself, but I do reflexology. So, I'll just give a brief uh, where reflexology is the art of deep, tip, uh, deep tissue manipulation. So, you work with the feet and various parts of the feet, of the feet represent different parts of the body. For example, you have a map of your body's organs underneath the feet. So you apply pressure on different areas. So it helps the tension uh, with anxiety, with stress. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's what reflexology is about. But yeah, in terms of the tapping, I personally don't do that myself. Yeah, if a tap got a leak, you call a plumber. Plumber. Yeah, if you want your thread tape and all. Hey, but doc, you know what? I'll tell you something about me. I'm an all-rounder. If there's a leak in the tap or the pipe burst, I can fix both ends. Uh, if there's an electrical problem and the stove is giving up, I can sort the stove off. Uh, if there's a Wi-Fi problem and the computer, I can do oh, anyway. I mean, it's a blessing. I think our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was an all-rounder. And, oh. did, and you know, we, we should be all should be all, all-rounders. I don't want to talk to you about my uh, Yunani tub and my uh, general practitioner and all that. You say, hey, you're overdoing it now. <laughs> Doc, uh, really, I'm enjoying the. I'm really enjoying you this evening. Assalamu alaikum, uh, top show. I have got gout. How cupping will help? This is from Saul Kaka, Durban by night. Hey, our kakas, our kakis, our masis are listening to us. Uh, uh, you know, and that is a uh, very heartening indeed. Yeah, so gout is usually caused by uric acid buildup. The uric acid builds up in your body. Usually people are drinking too much caffeine. They're drinking too much cold drinks. They're eating too much red meat. Maybe there's other lifestyle factors that's building up acid in their body. Um, and that's what builds up and causes gout. Like I said, acid usually builds up in the joints. That's why people get that joint pain. It could also build up in the lower back. And that's why a lot of people with gout have lower back pain. Uh, so when it comes to that, wet cupping would be your go-to, uh, where you would actually take out the acid via the blood. You see the blood starts to bubble, and that's how you know the acid is coming out. So that's how it will help with your gout. Uh, you'd also have to limit or cut out the diet factors that I mentioned. And you'll also need to alkalize your body. So you have alkalinity and you have acidity. Your body is designed, your body pH is designed to be alkaline and not acidic. Uh, so acidity causes chronic disease. And um, if your body is alkaline, you're limiting that, obviously, that um, you won't be as prone to chronic disease. So you can alkalize your body by drinking much, much more water. You can alkalize it by eating green vegetables, your green leafy vegetables, your celery, your kale, your spinach, your broccoli, your cucumbers, your lettuce, all these kind of things. Usually the stuff that doesn't taste as nice, 
is what's best for you. You can also take your alkalizing powders, which is your wheatgrass, your spirulina, and your barley. Uh, it's green powders. You can get it from any health shop. That would alkalize your body. Also, I alkalize my body uh, to be in the alkaline range. And that's when you know you're safe from chronic disease. And what about your, your pudina and also your dhania and all that? Hey, people say, I love boiling my dhania and drinking it. Hey, you yeah, like so it too. <laughs> I know you too. You like your dhania juice, eh? Yeah, I don't mind my dhania juice. Uh, yeah. Uh, usually now I like it with a nice chicken curry though. Hey, now you're talking. You know, you make that mint chutney and you put your variations there, the dhania too. I, talk, doctor, talk. And tease the umma. Tell them about your chicken curry too. Hey, if I tell them, they're all going to come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dawa. You say, welcome all. We got lovely chicken curry. And <laughs> Ahlan wa sahlan. Ahlan wa sahlan. But alhamdulillah, you know what? Uh, on a more serious note, if you look at Indian curry and our cooking, our food is more like a medicinal thing. I mean, it has everything. It has uh, the ilachi there. It has that uh, cinnamon stick and it has Brindle. everything. I mean, it, uh, yeah, the turmeric and all that. These are all medicinal value, uh, doctor. Yeah, your brinjal, your, uh, your, your turmeric, your ginger, all these things that our, our, obviously our aunties, our parents, our grandparents used to use. So, um, it, yeah, it's very good for you. Uh, so, yeah, you should take advice from them. Yeah. Then, you know, eat two plates then. You know why? You know that the brinjal there. Hey, the lovely brinjal with the roti. Only the roti may spoil it because the roti has got a lot of carbs then. Yeah, unfortunately. And also it has gluten and a lot of people are gluten intolerant, meaning their body doesn't have the enzymes to digest gluten. So the gluten stays in the system and it causes bloating in the gut. And now if the gut is unhealthy, you're going to have things like gas, flatulence, constipation, those kind of things. Those are usually uh, even nausea. Nausea is usually a symptom of an unhealthy stomach and an unhealthy gut. So also be careful on the amount of uh, gluten that you are intaking because it does, even if you don't have a big stomach, it may cause internal bloating. Uh, so yeah, with the rotis, with that, obviously it's better to air fry the food than deep fry the food. On the oils that you're using, so maybe olive oil instead of your usual oils. So just simple things to take note of. How you read my mind there? Because I'm about to ask you a question on air fryers. And, you know, I've got this habit of, uh, I'm, I'm simply addicted to it now. Uh, I'm a big fan of chips. Eh? I'm a big fan. But when you put in the air fryer, you get that thing nice. And like, you know, the, the term is they use crisp. And it's like uh, the other term, they say kurum kurum. I have that, and if I put my hake in there, you know, uh, battered hake too, even that comes out very crisp. And I notice it makes for easy digestion, and it's your roughage. And number two, you don't get that feeling when, you know, when you have something deep fried in oil, and uh, you can feel the reflux and all coming. But you don't get this with the air fryer, doctor. Yeah, you don't get it. Uh, and that's why a lot of people are choosing that healthier option. Also, when it comes to chips, you could, it would obviously be better if you chopped your... So for people to chop their own potatoes and then put it in rather than take the frozen um, chips that come in the freezer pre-packed. Because obviously pre-packed food, frozen food, it becomes devoid of nutrients, whereas fresh food, more raw food, has much more nutrients. And that's how it also increases your energy levels. 
uh, where in terms of digestion, it's easier for digestion. Your body recognizes it faster. It does not recognize it as a foreign substance. Now, if your body is, if you're going to be, for example, if people are going to be eating sweets, you know, junk sweets, these kind of things, their body actually sees it as something foreign because of all the junk that's in it. Uh, so you can't digest it properly. And now it has to go to now to get detoxed and those kind of, it's a longer process. Yeah, Jazakallah for that also. Uh, Assalamu alaikum, Shafaat. We enjoy medical files every week and learn so much. Last uh, few uh, times, I did sunnah cupping and the cupper said not so much blood came out, uh, like only spots of blood came, like my blood dried up. I got worried, but cupper said it's okay, maybe just stress. Should I be concerned, Yaqub Haji Peh in Glenwood? Uh, yeah, so there's two reasons usually if not much blood comes out. Either you are a very healthy person or your blood is clotting. So it's so it's just too thick. A, l- a lot of times when I do cupping for overweight people, really overweight people, say over 120, that's when the blood, you find that the blood doesn't really come out because um, it it's also could be that the cells are blocking. There's some kind of blockage in there because of the extra weight that the person has. So usually that person would, they well, they would take blood thinners or they'd go undergo exercise. So exercise is a very good way of getting your blood flowing. That's why some people actually exercise, they go to the gym or they get some kind of massage to get the blood flowing before they come for cupping. That way it's much easier. So if the blood is flowing, it's much easier for it to come out. Uh, so, um, yeah, the, the uncle who asked the question uh, would obviously know, um, yeah, based on this. Well, Haji Yakub Pe in Glenwood, you either, you're very, very fit, eh? Mashallah, or the other thing. But he's, uh, you know what, let's give Hajipe the uh, benefit of the doubt. <laughs> ah, he's fit. Hajipe, you are simply too fit. Assalamu alaikum. There is a Chinese practice. I don't know how to spell it, but it sounds like Qigong, like uh, relieving body movements. Is this effective? Dadu in Lodium. Tell me, what's that all about? Um, I actually, no, I'm not sure what that actually is, huh? Well, uh, I haven't, I haven't, uh, yeah. Yeah, wait, I, I know who's listening to us this evening. Uh, Dr. Imran Kika, yes. And now we can't call you now, but we'll get you on another show to talk to us about because he's a general practitioner specializing in Chinese medicine. We'll get him to answer. Okay, Dadu uh, in Lodium, I will refer that to Dr. Imran Kika soon. Assalamu alaikum, Marcus, and Allah keep our leader of the AKA. Uh, Hussein, well and strong, and uh, Shafat also, bless you for keeping the show uh, going. I'd like to know, my teenage son is very lethargic and putting on weight. Uh, Will cupping help him? Uh, Nashru Masi, KZN. Your response? Uh, Yeah, cupping will definitely help him. Uh, As I mentioned, so you can do cupping. For example, if someone has a double chin or if someone has a lot of fat on their stomach, you would do cupping on those areas to actually get rid, like I mentioned, where you, you gain weight because the toxins in your body, maybe your unhealthy diet is building up and your lack of exercise is building up. So the toxins are depositing into the fat cells. So now with the cupping, you get rid of the toxins, you get rid of the fat cells, that's how you will lose weight. You're rejuvenating your body. You are cleansing it and that's how your energy 
improves, you feel lighter, your sleep improves. So definitely cupping would be the best option for you. Assalamu alaikum. Always tuning into uh, Marcus uh, Medical Files and simply love the station. I heard it's uh, super effective uh, to do cupping on very hot days. Why is it so good? Joe Jusub, how do you respond to Joe Jusub? Okay, Joe Jusub. So the cups start to steam up when you're doing the wet cupping, and that's how it actually takes heat. It takes heat out of the body. And now you must understand that people have are of different temperaments. And if you go into Yunani Turb, which is Persian Greek medicine, you will notice that you got your temperaments. You got either you cold and dry, you cold and moist, you hot and dry, or you hot and moist. Now everyone is at least one of these temperaments, and you should be eating foods that um, obviously that would go complement the temperament. For example, if someone is cold and dry, they should be eating foods that are hot and moist, like honey. If someone is hot and dry, they should be eating foods that are cold and moist, like cucumbers. So that's how it would affect. So it's just important for people to take note. Usually you can tell your temperament just by feeling your skin or you, you know whether you're always feeling hot, you're always feeling cold. Is winter better for you? And you would actually have a diet plan, just like how you have a diet plan based on your blood groups, your A, your A, B, your O, your B plus, for example. So foods really go hand in hand with these kind of things, your elements and your, uh, yeah, your, these kind of groups. Yeah, it's Vakallah for that. And also, uh, hey, this is a message you said, Assalamu alaikum. Bhai uh, Shafat, I feel very comfortable chatting to you and talking to you, even if I'm texting to you, you are one that, that makes me feel comfortable. This is a very private question, but please discuss with the doctor. I uh, wet my bed very often. I'm in my late 60s. I feel so embarrassed. I cover with duvet, but I, 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 dry, uh, I dry everything in the line. I don't know how to tell wife that I'm a wetting bed. Well, how do you uh, answer to this uh, gentleman and he's in his late 60s uh doctor yeah he doesn't have to tell the wife he can tell the doctor uh, i'll answer yeah. that question <laughs> he's asking you yes. okay. <laughs> let's hope the wife isn't listening to this yeah he's in trouble we didn't give his name out so alhamdulillah go ahead doc yeah so usually the if that's happening it's a kidney issue so must check out your kidneys um uh, perhaps it's not a kidney stone or those kind of things, but maybe your kidney isn't. Um, you see, uh, the, the fluid in your body goes through the kidneys. Your kidney is part of your urinary system. So it goes through the kidneys to get to the urinary system. Usually if there's an issue in the kidneys, then it's going to affect your urinary system. Maybe your kidneys isn't flushing out toxins as much. It's causing you, maybe you have since uh, severe chronic stress or anxiety that's triggering that reflex that's making you wet the bed. Uh, it could be one of these things, but it sounds a lot like it's a kidney issue since the link is there between the kidney and the bladder and the urinary system. Yeah. Uh, one thing I heard, you know, many people, there's this, uh, you know, the, the dichotomy here because some will tell you, you know what, oh, you must drink as much water as possible. The more water you drink, then what happens? You know, you have to run to that place. But uh, another, you know, practitioner told me many years ago, he said, no, but Shafat, what's the need for drinking so much of water? You drown yourself. Just drink enough. What's your views? 
Uh, yeah, so basically, if you go into the toilet, if you're urinating, that's your body's way of getting rid of toxins. Uh, so the more you are going to go to the toilet, perhaps the more toxins that need to be coming out. Uh, you should be drinking a lot of water so your kidneys don't, in a way, let's say, dry up because your f- kidneys require that fluids to flush out the toxins. So if someone's not drinking a lot of water, say if someone doesn't drink any water, usually that person is prone to kidney stones. So the stones is usually the toxin buildup um, that comes out. That's why when you have that, you need to drink more water to help dilute the stones so that it can come out. So water is definitely very important. Um, I know people will probably like their cold drinks, won't think as much, but uh, water is essentially essence of life. Our body is majority made up of more than water. The whole universe is made up of water. That is the importance of water. Yeah, if you don't get water, go and get the desalination plants. Mm. And then you have lots and lots of water. But they won't invest in that. There's a reason. I tell you, Dr. Azizullah Rawat, really fantastic session with you. Perhaps your parting words? Yeah, it was it was really an amazing session. Uh, I look forward uh, to the next one. And I encourage everyone, obviously, to just be mindful. You know, everything in balance and moderation, but do be mindful of what you're eating. Don't give in to any vices of food. As I mentioned before, a lot of peop- times you need to assess your life and see, you know, where I'm going wrong. Why am I just eating junk food? Why am I sitting on the couch and watching Netflix the whole day with three packets of Doritos, you know, maybe my life lacks meaning. You need to find that purpose in your life. Um, You need to hustle and and grind, you know, start working on your fitness, on your exercise, and you will feel so much better. And usually the first step is the hardest, but then it becomes easier and easier. And even if you don't like doing it, no one said you have to like doing it, but you have, it is something that you need to do and don't let yourself go. Uh, You know, look at yourself in the mirror and be proud of who you are as you're exercising, as you're training. So you will be able to, like I said, look into the mirror, be proud, positive self-image. Yeah, be mindful. Uh, Start eating more, obviously, home-cooked meals. Uh, Obviously, there's more baraka that way. And uh, like I said, exercise is a very big importance. Go for your natural, uh, natural remedies, your supplements. Start boosting yourself up with vitamins, don't watch, maybe switch off the news now and then, uh, especially now if the COVID cases are going to be coming up. <laughs> and um, yeah, just keep yourself in a healthy environment. Hey, naughty too. I like you. I like you for that. You know, when you say that way, I, I'm, I'm getting the hint. Allah bless you. Allah keep you. Beautiful evening indeed. And inshallah, we'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Time for us to go for the Isha Azan and inshallah we will continue after that.